So we have many different lead magnets. So for us, lead magnet is anything where we capture uh, contact information. So we have uh, webinars, we have training materials, we have reports, ebooks, white paper, templates, all that stuff. Uh, where in order to get the free stuff, you know, leave us your email information <laughs> and we will be in touch. But overall, like, um, yeah, that's actually, that strategy has worked really well. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the B2B SaaS podcast. I'm your host, Upendra Varma. And today we have Marina Burushkina with us. Hey, Marina, welcome to the show. Hi, Upendra. Thanks for having me. Hi, yeah. guys. Hey, Marina. So let's talk about what your company does and why customers pay you money. Yeah, great question. So I'm the founder of Gross Channel. Um, at Gross Channel, we combine data intelligence and marketing activation channels to make your marketing decisions much more smarter and more efficient, right? Everyone spends lots of money on marketing, lots of budgets. And the main question is like, how do I make results, right? So this is exactly what we focus on. All right. So talk a bit more, right? So, I mean, there are lots of tons of things in marketing, right? So I mean, where exactly do you sit in a company's workflow? Maybe you could just walk us through one of your example customers, right? So, so that we could understand more. Yeah, definitely. So let, let's assume like one of our um, customers are actually startups and um, SMBs. So usually you're like figuring, trying to figure out who shall I sell to and what channels shall I reach them? What's the best content? And then, you know, what's the best channels and how do I actually manage my campaigns properly? So with Gross Channel, essentially speaking, you create a quick business profile. So you set your objective, your business industry, budget, a few other details around like who is your competitors, et cetera. Our tool will generate personas for you, your ICP, uh, figure out the best channels to reach them, uh, generate content for you. And then you can also push your advertisements across multiple premium sites and apps, um, even like TV if relevant, <laughs> depending also on the budget, of course, um, for those specific personas who are relevant for you on your budget with your messaging. And then you have one platform to manage all of that and also optimize the results. Okay, that's very, very interesting to be honest, right? So what you're essentially saying is that if I'm a startup, if I'm just starting out, I've got n number of channels that I want to experiment and figure out what's optimal for me. I sort of know my ICP, so I want to do cold email outreach. I want to write some content. I want to publish some video content. Maybe I want to run some YouTube ads, some Facebook ads, right? I want to do a lot of stuff. So is your going to help me figure out sort of, you know, what's the best for me? Is that what you're going to do? And if yes, how exactly are you going to do it? It's, it's such a tough problem. Yeah. So on our platform, within the planning uh, module, so essentially speaking, we have like two, two products, right? We have one for planning and help you figure out your strategy and another one for activation, which keeps on growing because marketing channels are kind of unlimited yeah, in these days. So on the uh, planning side, yeah, uh, our platform will help you figure out the best channels, the best content, you know, and, and maybe even learn a little bit more about your ACP. So even if you know, like the demographics, you know, our platform can also tell you about their pain points, what their goals are, what they like, what they don't like, what their decision criteria, all that other stuff that's still important for you to figure out your marketing campaign for them. And on the activation side, we focus right now on programmatic advertising channels. So think of it like Google display on steroids. Um, so we connect with about 150 ad exchanges. And there we don't just have Google Display Ads, we have Microsoft, we have Yahoo, we have Zunder, AppNexus, we have native ads with Taboo and Outbrain, you have access to TV, audio, even the like digital out of home, all of that with no minimum ad spend requirements. 
So you don't need to sign any long-term contracts, do this boring media buying work. There are platforms just like as simple as Facebook ads, uh, essentially speaking. Okay. Uh, so I, I, I sort of want to close this conversation, but it sounds very interesting. So are you also going to help me do stuff like cold email outreach, all of those outbound or do you do that on your platform as well? Or do I have to buy those tools? You can generate, like, let's say, for example, the content for it. If you want to do cold calling um, still, like, yeah, um, and without us suggesting you, hey, this is even the right channel for you. Um, But yeah, for example, if you already know, hey, I want to do cold calling and I need content for my script, for example, what I should be telling uh, to the person during cold calling conversation, you can definitely generate that on the Blower. So it's it's essentially a content creation engine as well as, uh, you know, ads sort of platform combined, something like that. Yes, but I would say more like audiences, you know, figuring out strategy and channels, tactics, all that stuff. Uh, your content is, of course, a part of that. And then you have the programmatic advertising. Got it. All right. So, yeah, let's let's move on to your customer base. And I'll come back, you know, after a while to sort of understand how you're positioning this, right? Because you're doing a lot of things, right? So I really want to understand that. But just help me explain how many paying customers do you have on your platform as of today? Yeah. So we have about 2,200 business users right now. And then we also have about 300 agencies on the platform as well. We work a lot with agencies, consultants, and freelancers in addition to businesses directly. And right now, we're also in the midst of preparing uh, or like extending, I would say, when our marketplace where we connect both parties and, you know, help them find each other when they're looking. Um, let's say if I'm a business owner or a startup founder and I need someone to maybe fix my GA4 or fix my pixels or set up my Google Tag Manager or anything like that, in fact. So that they can find then the freelancer, a consultant or an agency, you know, based on their budget, location or whatever other parameters are important for them, um, you know, within our ecosystem. And one question, is it a strict, purely a SaaS platform that you're selling to these businesses and agencies or is there something more than just that? Yeah, so we have like a three-tier business model. So one is definitely like a SaaS subscription where you can, you know, generate your marketing plans. On the other side, then we also have the advertising engine. So we, we do have the, you know, ad spend and all that stuff. And then you have add-ons. Um, and that's usually for data credits, I would call it. So mm-hmm. for example, let's say you want to build a custom audience based on people who went to a specific event or specific locations, let's say 12 months in the past. Yeah. We are able to generate those custom audiences, you know, have more insights around those exact people and also launch ads across any channel, even Facebook ads on to those specific people. So that's an add on for us. like custom right. But but it's still a recurring plan that you're typically selling to all of these customers, right? Uh, most most With, of the times, yes. But, yeah. uh, you know, there are other options as well that they can upgrade to. All right. So, so are you comfortable revealing like where you are as a company in terms of revenue? Just, yeah, so you know, we are a seed stage company um, right now. We, I mean, we already raised our first round. So we did our pre-seeds in the last few years that we've been running. So we raised 300K. Uh, right now we are raising also our next round. Um, and we're really looking forward to really scale uh, from there as well. So we are looking also to hiring more people. Right now we are 12 people. And then what's your approximate revenue? Did you mention that? I missed it out. Yeah, I mean, like, um, we have about 1 million right now, and we are trying to hit 3 million um, after the seed round as well. Got it. That's wonderful, right? So now now I sort of want to go back to your your own marketing strategy, not your product per se, right? So 
So what's your top of funnel look like? So where exactly are you getting all of these leads from? So talk yeah, about so your last year's new leads, right? So I just want to understand what channels they've discovered you on, right? So and just talk about that process purely from a top of funnel perspective. Yeah, definitely. So um, on our side, a lot of our leads coming from uh, content marketing, SEO, um, and communities. Uh, so that's, I would say, a lot of our top of the funnel. Mid-funnel, we have uh, lots of, um, I would call it lead magnets. We have published lots of reports. We offer lots of templates, uh, you know, free uh, guides and all that stuff. So that's more of our mid-funnel. We do have also a um, nurturing process where we have email workflows, um, you know, to nurture and qualify the leads, uh, make sure, you know, eventually they schedule a demo, at least most of them. Um, we schedule also newsletters. Um, so that's, I would say, the most uh, successful channels that we have. Yeah. Um, of course, as well, we, we do lots of events and partnerships. That's another big, big component for us, especially when it comes to agencies and consultants and freelancers, ICP acquisition. Um, but we also are present on other channels that I think is more of a like, kind of a long-term strategy. Uh, for example, like different aggregators, directories, social media posts. Yeah. I would say it's more of our always-on activities. Yeah. Um, but uh, not necessarily the ones that we focus All right, so on. Let, let, let's, let's go to the top, right? Your top of funnel, you mentioned SEO and, you know, a couple of communities, right? So which one of them, if you were to pick, is driving most of these leads? Can you just put a number to that? Yeah, so content. It's content, right? So, and uh, I know you also run a Slack community. I'm a part of that, right? And I know regularly what you do. I think that's how I'm also being nurtured, right? So, so, I, so how much of your top of funnel comes from your Slack community? Can you just put a number to that? Yeah, so I didn't specify Slack as a part of our kind of core acquisition channels. I would say Slack is more of our retention channel than an acquisition channel. We mm -hmm. like to invite our users on the Slack channel, mm -hmm. as well as we also have a few like private channels with our, let's say, project-related customers or managed service customers where we communicate daily and stuff like this. So it's okay, so it's, it's primarily being being an, like a retention strategy for you. It, it, doesn't really drive new new leads a lot. Is that it? Yes, that's that's more correct. Uh, we do have also I participated a little bit in a few other Slack channels, however, where we occasionally drive, um, you know, some some traffic to our website. Right. So I'm, I'm uh, asking you. Yeah, I'm specifically asking you this question because a lot of SaaS founders, right, when they just start out, they want to try a bunch of things, and one thing that definitely comes to their mind is maybe starting a channel for themselves, and they're just looking at it from a top of funnel perspective. Right. Can you just give us some advice, right? How worthy is it if you're just looking at it from a top of funnel perspective? Talk about your Slack yeah. channel from that perspective. I would say top of the funnel, um, if you have zero people to invite, there isn't going to be much. But you can always find people, right? So you can always <laughs> find people, for example. I mean, you invited me, but I'm not, I'm, I'm not, a part, I'm not a your customer, right? So you can always invite like-minded people or people in that space, right? Exactly. Uh, yeah. But but will it really work as a top of funnel channel? I mean, will it help you generate leads? Is it been working for you? Yeah. So for us, generating leads is like having contact information. So usually it's more like a nurturing channel and a retention channel for us on, on our own Slack channel. However, we are also present on other Slack channels where you, which you can use as an acquisition strategy. So in other channels, participate in conversations, answer threat questions, you know, like show yourself as a thought leader in a space um, and potentially offer a solution to existing problems with whatever you're selling uh, or trying to sell in fact, uh, with your product or service. So, so, so would, you, case, that would, work. 
would you advise a new SaaS founder to let's say maybe just go and start the Slack community? Would you really advise them or maybe not? What's your what's your one one word answer for that? Uh, from beginning, I wouldn't start your own Slack community, but I would definitely join existing communities okay. and re- because some communities have like tens of thousands of members. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so use those um, because if you're going to start your own, it's going to be just like maybe a few hundred members in the beginning. All right. And talk about your content marketing strategy. You mentioned like most of your new leads are just coming from the content you write, right? So let's talk about how many people in your team are actually sort of writing how many articles on a, on a monthly basis and what's that strategy for you and what? What's been your strategy right from the beginning, right? So what have you been focusing on in terms of keyword strategy? Just talk about that because it looks like that's the one that's really been working for you. Yeah, so that's working really well. And these days you don't need to write the whole thing yourself, as you know. So you can just go and chat GPT and ask you for, for an article. Of course, you still need to proof it, maybe add some graphics, pictures, all that stuff. Um, so there are a few strategies that work very well for us. Um, we go through an extensive process. Step number one, figure out the best keyword, usually highest volume, lowest competition. You can check that on Google uh, or other SEO tools, whichever one, doesn't matter. Um, then the second one is usually, okay, generate some, you know, static content that's always green, something that's not very time sensitive. Yeah. Um, so that's the second step. And usually like using, you know, auto-generating AI tools, um, you know, you can use ChatGPT, which is most probably the best one out there these days. Uh, some of you may be already subscribed to like tools like Jasper or anything like this, which is fine too. Um, then uh, the next step is usually figure out who are the experts in a space uh, that we may want to include to give a quote inside the blog article. This strategy works perfect every single time. So definitely listen on. So, so, so ca- this, can you talk about this part a bit? I mean, are you talking about backlink building? Yeah, so you can definitely um, use that for backlink building as well. But right mm-hmm. now we are talking more about actually getting good piece of content that's long form and that you don't need to spend too much time building. Mm-hmm. At the same time, you know, bringing lots of uh, traffic to your website. So usually we would um, ask like three to 10 people to contribute with quotes on the topic that we are writing about. And once the blog is published, we'll ask them to share with their community. And usually we also look for people who have some decent follower base. So are these guest posts in a way? So are you inviting guests who are experts in in the field areas that you're looking at? And are you asking them to write the content and then go ahead and spread the word? Is that what you're doing? Uh, Not the whole post, just Mm -hmm. a small paragraph or a quote, uh, maybe with some graphics that we are going to then blend into that one single blog post. And then all of those 10 experts with their communities, their companies, plus ourselves sharing that one piece of content that gives like 10x, you know, exposure to this uh, one piece of content and drives. What's the incentive for those people to sort of contribute to your articles? Yeah, so they do get a backlink. To themselves, of course, um, and then just like we talk about credibility, visibility, we're also going to share, and of course, other contributors will share. So it's kind of a win-win situation for everyone. Got it. Uh, makes sense. All right. So look, let's let's go go a bit downwards, right? So talk about what happens after one, once somebody discards your product, right? So how do you convert them to a paying customer? What happens? Is it a no-touch model? Do you have somebody bugging them to sort of convert, you know, con- con- to convert them to a paying model? What happens after that? Yeah, we usually back them only after they have had the demo. Until they have had a demo, we don't back them at all. Um, so we do have a workflow email sequence in HubSpot, for example. Um, and we have a few different variations based on the type so essentially of you put You put all of these leads to a free like a trial, right? So essentially you want them to start a trial or something. And then you start doing all of this email nurturing. Is that it? 
Um, not necessarily. So first we collect their contact information, for example, via the different lead magnets, which I mentioned earlier. Yeah. So let's say they downloaded our programmatic benchmarks report, right? We have their email and we have their first name. Um, this one is actually our, our top <laughs> lead magnet of the month. Um, got the most leads from it. So in this case, um, you're, you're, you know, you have lead nurturing sequence, about five steps as a follow-up, um, you know, with relevant content and also asking for a demo call if you're interested to discuss solutions for programmatic advertising. So something that is relevant to the content that you have actually downloaded. Um, not all kind of, you know, sales talk, but also providing value in addition to what you have already got from us. Um, and then, um, yeah, that's usually five, five step sequence. We also are including people who, um, you know, downloaded anything, uh, or maybe watched the webinar or anything like this in our newsletter. And that's also bi-weekly newsletter. I must say engagement on a newsletter is of course much lower than the nurturing emails, but still it oftentimes drives some nice demo calls. Yeah. So you, I, I've heard you talk a lot about these lead magnets. So where exactly do they fit in your funnel, right? Is it after somebody re read through your blog post, maybe do you divert them to a lead magnet and then you start collecting contact information? Is that how it works? Yes. So we have many different lead magnets. So for us, lead magnet is anything where we capture uh, contact information. So we have uh, webinars, we have training materials, we have reports, ebooks, white paper, templates, all that stuff, uh, where in order to get the free stuff, you know, leave us your email information <laughs> and we will be in touch. But overall, like, um, yeah, that's actually, that strategy has worked really well. Um, we also try to optimize those pages as well for keywords and make sure we update it occasionally as well. Um, it's usually also, you know, we have more content than just, you know, sign up here kind of thing. There is more content so that it actually ranks on Google as well. So those pages drive direct organic traffic. Plus we have, you know, we have exit intent pop-ups, we have related content links, uh, we have a part of navigation and, you know, our newsletters and social and other channels as well, promotion where we get people towards those lead magnet landing pages. Got it. So, so Marina, one question here, right? So, so you mentioned you had around 2,200 business users. Are these 2,200 businesses or are these, you know, seeds across a bunch of businesses? Those are seeds, but seeds, we right. do have a lot of the small businesses and startups. So I would say we have more than a thousand businesses on the platform. All right. So, so I just want to understand, like, uh, in the past 12 months, right? How many new businesses did you man actually manage to convert to a customer? What's that number look like? Yeah. So, um, I mean, like in general, we have around already like 1000 uh, businesses directly on the platform, but we also have about 384, Agents. I think it was uh, earlier, like this week, at least <laughs> um, 384 um, agencies. So um, those are also interesting accounts for us. All right. So my question is, so, so whatever funnel that you've just set up, right? So it's, it's a bunch of, you know, collecting the collecting data from lead magnets, and then you've got a bunch of nurturing sequences. And so like, how exactly are you managed to convert such a lot of customers, right? With just like 12, 13 people in the team, I'm assuming not even half of them are actually doing demos and all, right? So how, 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 how are you sort of managing all of this, right? So is it primarily yeah, so, a no-touch model? Are you primarily targeting big, bigger ones with your SGRs or your reps and you're just leaving the rest to, you know, that no-touch motion, like talk about what's happening internally there. Yeah, our sales panel is um, still a lot through demo calls. So sometimes we do have 
users signing up directly, but uh, a lot of the times it's really kind of showcasing the platform before you're actually ready to go in full speed. And that's because, like I mentioned in the beginning, it's kind of a lot of things, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's not as straightforward. There isn't exactly like same tool out there that you would use yeah. to compare or even like um, <laughs> to have something uh, side by side. So we usually do have demo calls with people before they're ready to kind of dive in. Um, and usually we also have a few steps. Um, it's usually on average about three, uh, three calls and three touch points. How many demos did you do, let's say, last month? We do have about 10 demos a week. So, okay. uh, it's and how many people like, in your team doing those demos? We have three people. So we went demos something like 100, 120 demos a month. And how, how many of them do you actually manage to convert? Uh, so, I mean, like every month we have yeah, customers coming yeah. up. So, um, but it's not that we have one month sales cycle. So usually the sales cycle is a bit longer as well. Um, so we have about like two, three months sometimes sales cycle. But of course, occasionally it's, you know, people just sign up. Sometimes people just sign up even without talking to us. That happens as well. Yeah. And it usually happens on a planning module versus advertising module. Mm -hmm. or both um so it really depends per product and as i said like we have two different products so it really kind of changes like uh, on that but it's about um i think last month we checked about 12 percent conversion from demo call to the actual sale so it looks like you've got a very powerful sales team right i mean doing like 10 12 demos a week and then also trying to nurture them through those two months sales cycle i mean it's a lot of work right a lot of it is automated <laughs> <laughs> that does the best part all right, that's fair. All right, so yeah, let's 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 conclude this, right? So, what's the vision here, right? Where do you see your company like growing in the next five years? Like, what do you plan to do with this company? Yeah, so we definitely want to continue our our journey here. Right now, we focus a lot on you know the planning and the activation component on the product side, on the activation of programmatic channels, but we are working on adding social search and all the other you know more common uh, advertising channels, but also you know, other channels to help you activate on your marketing plan. So that's in terms of product, um, in terms of like general customers and, and the market itself. Right now, a lot of our customer base is in the U.S. and we definitely want to expand internationally um, and more and, you know, go, go global in this space. We do have customers outside of the U.S., but I would say that's just a portion of our users. Right. Uh, all right, Marina, thanks for taking the time to talk to me. Hope your scale growth channel to much greater heights. Thank you.